Outside, it is humid. Woo! My hair is like frizzy. <laughs> Woo! Crazy. Today, uh, the Workers' Beat program is always about things from the point of view of working families. Yes. And we like to start with things you can do. And don't you forget that today is runoff election day. All over the place and all kinds of different races, uh, there are elections going on. Don't overlook it. Also today, the Troublemakers School is in, going on in Austin. And June 17th at 11 o'clock, they'll have Juneteenth in Dallas at 816 Montgomery Street, Dallas, 75215. I don't know much about this. I just saw it on Facebook. Uh, June 17th at 4 p.m. will be Juneteenth at Mansfield at the lot downtown, 110 South Main. June the 18th at 3 p.m., Mesquite Juneteenth Celebration. And what'd you call it, Pascal Park? Pascal. Pascal Park. Park. Yeah. 1001 New Market Road. July 31st, the UPS Teamster contract expires. I missed something. June 15th will be the uh, the uh, Central Labor Council meeting for the Dallas AFL-CIO, 7.30. All affiliated members are invited. Uh, the, Dex- the Dallas Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is not going to meet until August the 9th because the hall is closed, so they can't. They don't have a place to meet until August the 9th. Oh, so, okay. What else is up, Bonnie? Well, uh, the seventeenth, the Juneteenth uh, celebration in Sand Branch will be happening in Sand Branch. In Sand Branch, along with uh, Southern Sector Rising and some other community groups, that's gonna. I think that's from twelve to three. Uh, and and honest to God, just I, I want you. If you're not familiar with Sand Branch, I need you to Google it and and take a look at what Sand Branch is. It is a freedman's community. Uh, it's been out there for a very long time. There is no running water in the community. It is an unincorporated part of Dallas County. I'm not exactly sure what that means. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, was the, what was the date on there, Juneteenth? Is uh, the right? 17th. June 17th. That's Saturday. Yep, next Saturday. 12 next to Saturday. 3. That's right, 12 to 3. Well, we can make yep. that after, after this. Oh, well, I'll be going out there because Southern Sector Rising uh, mm-hmm. will be out there, of course. And uh, Sounds like a good celebration. Are absolutely. Are a parade or anything? Well, I think we have some, we've got some, we've made some arrangements to have food trucks. You know, we had water delivered out there this week. We had tanks. And, and water delivered to different residents out there this week so that they actually have some semblance of running water. Uh, I mean, it's, I've never, I just can't imagine people living in 2023 without what we think is a luxury mm-hmm. or what they think is a luxury, what we have. I we mean, just turn on the spigot. Turn on the spigot. Flush the toilet. Mm-hmm. Um, take a shower. Mm-hmm. These people don't have that that opportunity. Are we going to have food? Yeah, there's going to be some food trucks out there, I think. It's going to be great. So it's going to be really fun. regular Juneteenth celebration. Yes, it's going to be a regular Juneteenth celebration. That's right. And it is from 12 to 3. Good deal. 972-647-1893. What about this... 
anniversary for the radio program, uh, radio station. I don't know. You have to listen on on, on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. There's going to be a big announcement. It's going to be a huge announcement Monday morning at 8 o'clock. What they're saying is it's, that we're going to be 40. Well, we're going to be 40. Of course, you and I won't be 40. We're, no, I've The no. station. The station much, will be 40. Much older than us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's and, it. Uh, sure. Do you think Donald Trump will still be uh, indicted? A, a free man by then? <laughs> well, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. That, that that I guess that depends on him, doesn't it? Every time I hear about it, it's a different number of counts. The first time I heard he's, he's indicted with a six count indictment, and then I heard thirty one count indictment. Oh, it's thirty eight. And then I heard thirty eight count yeah, indictment. Thirty eight. Are they just counting the boxes in his bathroom? Right. Did you <laughs> see that? Adding a new indictment. Ooh. For each box that he put in his there, bathroom? There's 37 counts. And I can't, you know, I'm going to have to look it up because there's, uh-huh. there's, it's really wild. <laughs> I'm like, dang. And Jack Smith, is that dude cool as a cucumber or what? He's the pr- he's prosecutor? The, he's the uh, the federal prosecutor that mm-hmm. was appointed to, to do this by Merrick Garland. That man is stone cold. Serious. He says that no one is above the law. Period. I can tell him Liz Wally here in Dallas has been telling him that ever since 2016. Well, how long have we been telling him about Ken Paxton? Holy crap. She's been holding rallies downtown saying saying no one is above the law, and everybody keeps wondering, well, maybe Trump is. No, Trump's not. Ken Paxton's not. And guess what? Ken Paxton's real estate buddy, old Nate Paul, you know, the one that's been giving him all the kickbacks and stuff, he's in jail on federal charges. So he's in jail already. (laughs) FBI picked his old butt up. Okay. Look out, Ken. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. We've been saying no one is above the law, but these guys have been sneering at the law for, for, I guess, a decade or more. Yeah. It's yeah. been a long, long time since Paxton and Trump have been uh, sneering at the law. Trump actually said, I understand, that he could shoot somebody down on Fifth Avenue and still get away with it. That's what he said back in uh, 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. somewhere around in there. Yeah. So I tell could, us, what, I could shoot somebody down on Fifth, Fifth Avenue, Avenue, and nobody would, nobody would care. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. If you want to get your two bits in, I want to do a shout out to Rosie Kurtz. I know she's not listening because she's in Austin, but <gasps> yesterday she was in Houston because they had a big rally against uh, the what the Texas legislature has done oh, and in favor of democracy. And the day before that, she was in Los Angeles. With the screenwriters' strike, is so, she is she taken up from Tavita Utafe? Tavita Utafe, I think, uh, of Fort Worth, kind of set the standard. Yeah, and people like Rosie are picking up that standard. You go, girl, and going wherever solidarity is needed. She's and laying the, it on them. Oh, she makes oh, it gives me goosebumps. I love you, Rosie Kurtz. Oh my God! And this is uh, this is an example for all of us because we're going to have to practice a lot of solidarity yeah. if we're going to get through all the awful things that are happening. Which brings me to the question of uh, uh, artificial intelligence. I think people are kind of ignoring the artificial intelligence, and I had. Uh, a, fa- a friend named uh, Dylan Cameron, Camarena tell me 
that it's going to happen one way or the other, whether anybody likes it or not. And I thought that was very, a very, very good insight. This is a young guy. And uh, I listen to young guys. Yeah. I used to be one. Now, <laughs> good morning. Thanks for calling K-N-O-N. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? Can you hear me? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you all once again for being on the air. I wanted to chime in on two things this morning. Number one, on Friday, June 16th at City Hall, 10 a.m., uh, the city staff and, of course, District 4 and all the council members will participate in a Juneteenth flag-raising ceremony on the plaza. This, of course, will be our first major uh flag raising. So we will have Greg Ellis there since he's done so much history on Juneteenth to kind of be our master flag uh, blaster. So what what time of day is that on June 16th? 10 a.m. in the morning before it gets too hot. Oh, that's 10 good. 10 a.m. That's very good. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we'll have some refreshments, but most of all, just the acknowledgement of the history. And we've invited, of course, all of our elected officials, so we'll see who will show up. But the next most important item, I think we've kind of let it just get away. Uh, on Wednesday, we're going to have a very important vote that we've been delaying pretty much <clears throat> because of political posturing by one council member. On DART, we had over $100 million of sales tax rebate that was supposed to be coming back to the city of Dallas. And they were those funds of our sales tax is coming back to us so that we and our district can get street, sidewalk, infrastructure that we sorely need, particularly in the underserved communities that need economic development. So mm -hmm. you're looking at jobs that have been delayed. I mean, we know we were hit with the COVID, you know, with the supply chain, mm -hmm. but we're now looking at the fact that we are now down to about $90 million that DART has uh, decided that's mediated with um, uh, with Michael Morris of cause so that we will have a decent allocation between all 15 districts. And so what is happening is that we now have to go through a, a more, of course, a hard, horseshoe debate. But one person has held us up. And I'm telling you, it is an injustice to our communities to have one person through political posturing hold us up for distribution of this money. And we need folks to understand it's important that they log on, call, call in to speak on it, and nothing else. We've got jobs that, you know, we're, we probably could have hired more people when we were up to 100, 100 million more dollars coming back, but now we're at 90 million. Mm -hmm. So you're losing jobs opportunities. We're losing the opportunity to support our historically underserved communities because the value of dollars go down. Mm -hmm. So we need folks, if they need to find out more, give us a call at 214-670-0780. That's 214-670-0780. There will be a short briefing on Wednesday with the Transportation Committee to try to put this out again because we're getting pushback from that council member and a few others uh, who, who I was just going to say try to walk, uh, try to sabotage the conversation last Wednesday by breaking quorum. This is very sensitive and it's very important that we not lose any more dollars. These are taxpayer dollars. Remember, one cent of our tax dollars goes to DART. That's right. And they already, they already got a lot of money, don't they? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's our money. And so you know. we want, even though that silver line in the north will help with, with getting connected to Plano and DFW and other areas, we cannot let one community sabotage millions of dollars that we need a quick case point. We need a sound wall that they will be getting in the north. We need a sound wall right on Lancaster because those community constituents have been listening to that train blow horn for years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yep. that community will not have it up there. And now I'm trying to get a sound wall out of this money. But if we don't get the money that we need, the chances will be very slim that we'll be able to address this environmental issue. So I'm just encouraged to stay woke on this. We cannot afford to lose any more money. And thank you to Michael Morris of Cobb for working with DART. Because every day we delay, DART penalized us. That's how we got to the point of $90 million. We were well over $111 million, I believe. We're down to $90 million because he's negotiating. So they penalize us for delaying that process. I see. So everybody should stand with you, and they should call that number, 214-670-0780, right? Right, and that's my number, and my staff can have walk them through if they want to call in. And nothing else, we have a right to that money uh, as, as DART allocates. Just think about it this way. When the unions have to go on strike and you get the benefits, guess what? Everybody's going to get the benefits. So mm-hmm. the people who try to sabotage the project... When things all settle, they're going to get benefits. They're still going to get the benefits. Oh, and it's not right because they're the reason that we lost the money in the beginning. So, so we've got to have folks to say, let's get on out here and vote and do the right thing for our community. Okay. We well, appreciate you very much. Thank you so got much. Some people waiting. Thank you. Good morning. Right. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Hello? I think we can hear you breathing. Or we hear you breathing, or we hear the driving, air driving, driving maybe. Hello? Are you there? Okay, hang up on us. Okay, bye-bye. Sorry. You can call again. I think what happens, he fell asleep while he was waiting. Oh, it wasn't that long. 972-647-1893. That's very interesting about uh, yeah. the money and the, in, the inter, infighting between the city and the uh, railroad people. Well, you know, it's so amazing to me that one council person from up north can hold up all of the del- development mm-hmm. for the rest of the city. She didn't want to name that person. No, but I'm, I, I don't have to name them. I know they ain't, they're nobody from down south. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Nobody from our part. Uh, of the nobody world. from our part of the world. No, mm-hmm. uh, and shame on them. That's why we have to make sure that when we vote, and today is election today, polls are open 7 to 7, please look on Dallas County Votes to find the polling location closest to you. There's not that many open. Don't get your panties in a pretzel. So just look on the website and you will find the closest one. And you can do it on your phone. That's right. Mm DallasCountyVotes.org. You can do it on your phone. Easy peasy. Okay. 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 So, <sighs> I was I was trying to mention something about artificial intelligence. Ah, oh, yes. Which is mm-hmm. coming. It's going to take people's jobs. Oh, got another call. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Yes, uh, I'm I'm Kendra, and I'd like to make an announcement. Sure. Um, uh, there's going to be a Juneteenth celebration. One of many. I understand that there's like 18 
uh, celebrations uh, in Dallas alone. But we're going to, I'd like to make the announcement that on Friday uh, from 5.30 to 7, and then after 7, we dance till 11. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, until we stop. Uh, and it's going to be at the Pittman uh, Hotel. We're bringing our guest speaker is going to be the granddaughter of Booker T. Washington, and she's going to be the orator of the day. I also invited uh, Commissioner John Volley Price. So if you have any pull with him, if you can get him to come, because he really is, um, even though he's not called, but he is a preacher. And oh, really? he really, yes, yes, he is. His father was a preacher, and his son is a preacher. And John. Where, 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 you got to tell me, where is the Putnam Hotel? Okay, the Pittman Hotel is near downtown at 2525 Elm Street. But I really strictly ask that you RSVP to 241-498-5298 because we only have about 50 uh, seats left. And uh, and it's Monday, so we're really getting the word, uh, you know, out to our in, invitees. Do, but, do the seats uh, cost? Do people have to pay for the seats? No, there are no seats. We got a um, we got a um, what do you call it? An in kind donation because oh, actually uh, the Deep Ellum, which the Pittman Hotel is near. Uh, is celebrating 150th anniversary. Okay. And so they're celebrating by having a Juneteenth musical and art show festival Sunday, okay. the 18th, from 12 to 8, and they're bringing in all kinds of stars. Everybody's going to uh, be... Listen, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to interrupt you. They're, they're wanting us to take a break. If you want to stay on the air, you can uh, finish your announcement after the break, but we have to take the break now. Thank you. Yeah, we're back on the worker's beat, and the lady was giving us some announcements. Put her back on, Pierre. Go ahead and finish your announcement, ma'am. You were saying yeah, something I, on the 18th? I really, I really would like to invite Imani. Uh, I hope he's listening so that he can uh, let us know that he's coming uh, Friday, June the 16th from 5.30 to 7 and dancing after 7. Please respond to 214-498-5298. And okay. don't forget... Sunday is the Juneteenth Musical and Art Show Festival all along Deep Ellum on Main Street. And they're going to have all kinds of artists. And the Kenya Moore, who is the uh, Atlanta House, is being the MC, And so I have plenty of bands and uh, plenty of bands uh, there. There'll be outdoor, outdoor bands then? Yes. I see. Yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be closed off. It's gonna be on Main Street, mm -hmm. and it's going to be from twelve to six on Sunday. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh -huh, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. And you can call us too at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. 
I was trying, trying to talk about artificial intelligence because it's coming and it's going to take people's jobs. And the answer to artificial intelligence and the answer to all automation problems is to lower the working hours. But we have not been doing that since 1938. Here in America, we got a law passed in 1938 called the Fair Labor Standards Act, which gave us a 40-hour work week, and everything above 40 hours had to be paid in overtime, time and a half overtime. So we just quit worrying about (laughs) uh, the hours. And instead, and so we've lost jobs after jobs to automation. The only answer to automation is to lower the straight time working hours for every week. So I just want to make that point. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yes, Dean. Uh, great show as, as usual. Uh, yes, I, I'm concerned about these, uh, like last year we, when we had that power outages. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about uh, these restaurants and all this food in them and stuff in them that can last three to five days if they go down. If that mm-hmm. would have happened in the, in the, in the summertime, you know, it would have been more of a disaster. I think, yeah. you know, when, when you, you remember when, when it happened. So, so I think the solution is we, we need to put generators on all these restaurants to have food and, and, and have medical equipment, you know, like, like, like the schools and, and mm-hmm. drug stores and, 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 and that way. We, we, for these disasters. Do you think the state government should pay the mayor and the uh, city managers, the, the city should pay for them. Well, can can I make a suggestion? Can I make a suggestion? How about we just yes, fix? Ma'am. How about we fix the power grid so that mess doesn't happen again? Wouldn't that have been nice if our if our legislators down legislators down there in Austin, including Greg Hot Wheels Abbott? would have actually focused on fixing the electrical grid instead of giving more money to the fossil fuels industry so they can build more fossil fuel plants. It's yeah, insane. That's true. But, 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 but you always need a backup plan. I see. And, I, and, and if, I, if I was the manager of these fast food restaurants, I'd be t- telling them at the district meeting, to, uh, you know, we need these generators because when when, when people when other restaurants don't have it, people are going to be going to them and, they, and they'll get a bigger bonus at, at the end of the quarter, at the end of the year. Other states, okay. other states don't have the problems that we do. It's the electrical grid. That's the problem. Texas is cut off from the entire United States because they think they can manage their own power grid and keep it contained. Therefore, when power starts going out, we got nowhere else to get it from because we are an island. That yeah. that so we don't need we need new people in Austin. We don't need generators, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's just something for backup because I'm, th- I'm thinking the schools need it too because they, they, and the cafeterias and, and, and the labs. I mean, they, they, they need this stuff. You know, the nurses' office. You know, they, they need for, mm-hmm. for, for medical stuff they have to keep it cool. So yeah, it, it needs to be. Uh, it just needs to be looked at seriously. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. 
Yes, sir. But, you know, another problem with generators is if people don't know what they're doing, yeah. that can, the generators can be a big problem, too. Yeah, because they, they can they end up... They throw out a lot of uh, carbon dioxide, yeah. and, and people have died because they thought they could run a generator inside the house. In the house, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about businesses. Mm-hmm. These businesses have, have maintenance, man. Uh-huh. They go around. Right. They need to keep their... They need to keep their food cold, don't they? Right, right. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah, it, it, you at least got three to five days worth of food in there, and, and before FEMA anybody can show up, you know, to, 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 to come to our rescue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thank well, you so much. We appreciate you. One, one thing we know for certain is that the state, state of Texas didn't take care of us. No. They had that thirty-three billion dollars that they were sitting on there. And they did not even try to fix the electrical grid. And let's remember that Ted Cruz, our senator, went to Cancun when we were all here freezing our butts off, literally. (laughs) What a pal, right? Oh, what a pal. You can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. There's new equipment coming into the General Motors plant. $500 million in new equipment. To build more fossil fuels. And the first thing that the plant manager said was, nobody's going to get laid off because of this. Who is he kidding? Right? When they put in new equipment, you can start saying goodbye to your jobs. That's what happens every time. Every single time. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. You're on the air. Hello. 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 You're on the air. How y'all doing today? Good. How are you? Uh, Listen, what I was calling about is the uh, city council runoffs. Uh-huh. Good. Uh, I am um, I'm, I'm kind of sad that I see too much uh, partisan politics getting into that. Oh, really? You know, uh, my my think it has a, a H and a C, not an R and a D. Thank I you. want my water to run. Mm-hmm. I want my toilet to flush. I want the fire department to come get me, whether I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I want the police to protect me, whether I've got a Greg Abbott sign or a Beto O'Rourke sign in my yard. I think partisan politics should get their butts out of the city elections. And I have a little bit of background on that. I'm the guy that David Pippen calls Councilman Shotwell. I served 23 years on the Grand Prairie City Council. I see. And there's no reason in the world for that to be partisan. That uh-huh. should be, who do you think could best do the job? Well, I thought the city council races were nonpartisan. Well, they're supposed to they be, Jim. They're, they're supposed, they're to, supposed to be. It's neat fit head into it, just, and it's doing it far more insidiously than it did even 10 years ago. Yep. Well, you have to admit, I think you, you'll have to admit, brother, that we are more polarized in America today than, than we've ever seen in our lifetimes. Oh, I agree, yeah. but that still doesn't mean that still doesn't mean that there's an R and D on my on my ticket at my on I my thing. There's okay. an H and a C. Okay. Are you? Do you live in District Three of of Dallas? Because that's where. No, the, I live. I, no, there's there's there are there are runoff elections all over the county. Yeah, there's the some. That's county. true. I think Grand Prairie's got some, maybe uh, Irving. Grand I'm Prairie not has sure. One. Yeah, Irving, I think. Yeah. Irving has one. They're, they're all over the county. They're right. Not, not just in Dallas. Yeah. They're all over Tarrant County, too. As and, a matter of fact. and Collin County's having a race in that uh, mm-hmm. that very yeah. uh, highly disputed uh, college board up there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Boy, that's a, so that's you're a, just saying keep you know, partisan politics out of our, our nonpartisan elections. Yeah, it, okay. and it, what I'm saying is it's getting far more insidious. It's sinking in. It gets worse every cycle. Sure does. And if that's going to be the case, let's if, if it keeps getting that way, I think that we ought to just go ahead and put them in November and make them partisan. Yeah. If it's going to be partisan anyway. <laughs> uh, but I still think that's wrong. I do, but too. If, they, if that's the way it keeps going, okay. you know, let's just go all the way, you know? Sure. All right, good point. Thank you for calling. And you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. So there's putting in a bunch of new equipment at the General Motors plant, and the plant manager says it's Don't not going to cost anything. Don't worry, you guys. Everything's Te- okay. Tech stocks. Tech stocks are going through the ceiling. Uh, they're laying off like crazy. Uh, for example, Facebook, which they don't call Facebook anymore. Meta. They call it Meta. Meta. Anyway, they have uh, now laid off 21,000 people, and the boss says that morale is hurting. Oh, no, you're kidding. <laughs> How but could that possibly be, but he Gene? says he's going to fix it with artificial intelligence. Oh. Well, Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there's a good article that was in yesterday's Washington Post. Oh, God. Uh, it said, quote, while artificial intelligence is rapidly improving, and some economists predict the technology will put millions of workers out of jobs, labor unions are fighting against it. And, and to their credit, they really are. The writer's yeah. strike in Los Angeles, where Rosie Kurtz went last week, the writer's strike is to some extent about uh, artificial, artificial intelligence. Right. They right. are saying, you can't lay us off because of artificial intelligence. The same thing is going on, and you haven't seen much about this, but the dock workers on the West Coast are being accused of running a slowdown. I'm not sure that a slowdown is legal. I'm not sure they are running a slowdown. But something's happening, and the bosses are complaining that the cargo is not moving the way it should be. They are trying to get a better contract, and part of the argument is this. Don't let artificial intelligence take our jobs. They don't have a way to stop artificial intelligence and that's what I'm that's the point I'm trying to make we don't have an argument against it except just don't do it right well if they've got new technology they're going to use it folks it's coming new technology is going to get us whether we uh, like it or whether anybody likes it or not it always happens and it always results in layoffs mm-hmm. and it always results in big changes in the workplace So the only way you could do anything about it is to cut the straight-time working hours. Then if you cut the straight-time working hours, you could keep the same number of people working fewer hours and making the same amount of money that they were making before. Let's see what the caller says. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning, Gene and Bunny. Good morning, sir. As a solution to the AI problem... uh, Number one, I agree with you, uh, Gene. Uh, they need to cut the working hours. I like the idea before a three-day work week myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, one thing that uh, is being done, I think, is uh, uh, you know, like preparation for the AI thing, is the guaranteed basic income. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's happening in a lot of cities in the U.S. right now. They they're doing a pilot. Uh, uh, cases with it. Uh, I think it's even, I, I read about it even, even in, uh, I think either the Dallas or the Houston newspaper. One mm-hmm. of them. 
but uh, that's the common thing. Uh, guaranteed basic income. Yeah, and I think. But but those those experiments are very small. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not giving a lot of money to a lot of people. They're just giving uh, some money to a few people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. every little bit helps. Is what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to see them uh, move forward with that. And with that, I think is going to come uh, a, a change in the attitude of the people of the world. You know, most of the people in the world are working people. Mm-hmm. We're going to have time to sit down and study what's going on, and we're going to decide that the rascals who are running stuff are, are our rascals, and they need to be kicked out. Yeah. And it's going to change the entire world. Yeah. Uh, of course, they say the, the machines are going to come on and take take over after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's something that uh, I want to just throw out to uh, Let me ask uh, you this, though, because I'll tell you exactly what Republicans are going to say to your idea uh, of having a guaranteed basic income. They're going to say, where are we going to get the money? <laughs> Do you have an idea? Uh, uh, yeah, get it from them. <laughs> right, on. Right, on. right on, brother. Right, right on. on, you got it. You got it. That's it, because I got it. Yeah, the ones with all your pockets all stuffed with money. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> they got the money in the first place. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, look at the uh, uh, the statistics, and you see how wages have uh, gone up over the past uh, 50 years. Mm-hmm. They've gone up for the bosses uh, maybe a thousand times or so, whereas... Uh, yeah, uh, for a handful of percentage points for the for the working people. So they got the money, get it from them, and distribute it like it should be. Uh, Raise tax much. the rich. I love it. I, right. I think it's very insightful. Uh, I was what I was fishing for was the uh, military budget because I don't know if anybody else noticed oh, this, but they made a deal on the debt ceiling that they're not going to raise. Any any expenditures for anybody, they're not going to help anybody any more than they're helping them now. Except. Except. Go ahead, Bonnie. For the defense industry. The military. It's the military. Calling it defense is kind of silly. I know, it is kind of silly, the isn't it? The offense industry. Yes. The, the offense industry. The war machine. How about that? Okay, the, the war, war machine. machine. They're not going to cut any funding for the war machine. They're going to keep 750 bases, military bases all over the world. They're going to build the worst uh, machines of destruction anybody ever heard of. They're going to try to get somebody else to use them to blow up somebody else and uh, and keep their hands behind, clean. keep their hands in their pockets with, the, with their clean money. Clean hands, clean hands. That's but, right. But uh, the military is going to continue uh, spending more and more and more even though they made a deal that they can't spend on anything else. So let's let's I don't just think that's right. Let's get that let's let's make sure folks understand that. That means there's not going to be any increases in any social funding at all. Mm-hmm. Because they made a deal. In but fact, in fact they're cutting. They're gonna cut SNAP. Nutritional benefits. Yeah, you know, that's, food that's stamps. The, you know, food right. stamps for poor for that's, poor people. That's the right to eat. Yes. The right they're to they're eat. They're saying that That's you don't right. have a right to eat. Sorry. But you can sure spend a lot more money on bombs and stuff. Oh, and if you're under 54, you better find and on food stamps. You better hope you've got a job, and if you don't, you better get one. I saw a number, 600, here it is, 600,000 Americans have lost Medicaid coverage Jesus. since they cut off the pandemic production protections Jesus. last month. Jesus. 600,000 Americans have lost their health care. And uh, that's just one one thing. I don't know how many have lo- are losing their uh, their uh, their nutritional benefits, yeah, their food benefits. That's crazy. 
Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. 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 Yes. Hello, Gina Polly. Hello. Yes. Uh, have y'all heard anything about the uh, what they've done about the property taxes? Or the nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Fighting each other. <laughs> They're big bag of rats. Big bag of rats. Everybody's fighting over everything, so it's just a big bag of rats. What do you What do you want uh, them to do, brother? I'd like for them to lower it. Uh huh. <laughs> Everybody would. You'd like them to lower your property taxes, right? I'd like for them to lower everybody's property taxes. Mm-hmm. Right they got on. Thirty-two billion dollars left over. Yes, that's the rainy day fund, and they—they they don't think it's raining hard enough. That's—that's that's well, my understanding. No, they, anyway. they think it's their money. Oh, that's right. That's right. They think it's theirs. I we keep don't forgetting spend our, that. We don't want to spend our money on that. I thought they were going to give all the cells a raise. Oh no! Well, no, they because they—that would actually have to be a constitutional amendment. Which, do you consider? Do you consider that the main thing that they that they should have done? Because that's what they said at the beginning that this is the main thing yeah, we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you? but they haven't done it yet. And they're still, no. I think they're still fighting it in the special session. Yeah, yeah. That's true. They're fighting. Big bag of rats, I'm telling you. Big bag of mm-hmm. rats. I love it. Well, when, I love it when they fight each other. I think it's hysterical. Because that way they well, can't hurt they us. To, <laughs> Sweetie, we have to they take need to quit fighting and start doing something. That would be good. That would be good. We got to take a break. Thank you so much for calling. Have a good weekend. Got to work like a slave all week. Hey, come Tuesday. You know, if that's not... Oh, he'd probably tell us. He'd probably send us a cease and desist. His his heirs are probably going to sue us sooner or later. (laughs) I'm surprised we hadn't got a cease and desist from somebody. Stop singing that song. 972-647-1893. Bonnie and I are guilty. Guilty. We did it. Guilty. I mentioned that tech stocks were going up like crazy. The main one is called... NVIDIA, N-V-I-D-I-A. It's What's gone up that? 160% in the past year. What is that? They they make ch- the kind of chips that artificial intelligence prefers. Oh. So there's their stock. I'm not digging that. And all of the stocks for like Facebook and Google and all of them, their stocks are going through the ceiling because of the layoffs. They've laid uh. off. 200,000 techies have lost their job over the past year. And uh, as they lay off, the people who buy stocks love them more Well, yes, because they make more money. But they're running into labor problems. Oh, really? The the writers are already on strike. 65,000 members of SAG-AFTRA, that's the Screen Actors Guild, and American Federation of Television and Radio Actors. Yes. They voted, uh, 97.9% voted to go on strike or Mm -hmm. to give strike authorization. In fact, uh, they may very well be joining the writers on the picket line. You know, there was a big mess quite a few years ago when everybody went on strike. They were on strike for 150 days. They're not scared. They're not scared. I mean, come on. These people are... The, the big industry is trying to replace these people with with uh, artificial intelligence. Right. They think they can plug uh, one of their ideas into the system and it pops out a script. 
Well, they don't, don't care how good it is. No, they don't. They, and they figure they can sell anything. That's right. And that's why we have to stand up and say, no, mm-hmm. we don't want that crap. We want real people writing real stories. Uh, journalists, you know, people investigating, looking at things. That's, you know, like Jack Smith. The Warrior Met miners in Birmingham are continuing their strike. I, don't, I think it's been two, two years at least wow, no for kidding. those miners. Damn. Journalists at two dozen newspapers, including the one in Austin, are going on strike. They're, they're That's striking Gannett. like one day at a time. That's Gannett, yes. Mm-hmm. Gannett is the newspaper uh, publishing chain. company, yes. 50 newspapers, and they're yep. going on strike. Well, Austin nurses are preparing to go on strike, according to the Austin newspaper. And let me explain why nurses are going on strike, not just here, but all over the world, mm-hmm. because of patient safety. Yeah, staffing ratios. Staffing ratios. You mm-hmm. cannot be responsible for more people than you can take care of. Right. That's just, that's a recipe for disaster. They just keep adding more patients to each nurse. And, not, and, and saying, here, you here take this with, one. Yeah, deal just with deal this. with it. And if some yeah. of them die, it's going to be your fault. Right, right. So, you know, we really have to look at these nurses and, and, and respect what they're striking for. Because mm-hmm. they're striking for our care. Period. Mm, That's right. If the average American worked 186 years, he could make the same amount as the average chief executive officer makes in one day. (laughs) No, he makes in one year. I'm not going to make it. (laughs) It, Actually, it's an improvement because last year it would have taken an average worker 190 years to make what his boss was making. Okay, so, all right, so we got Four years so we brought it down. off of that. Ooh. We're supposed to celebrate. <laughs> I guess so. We're supposed to celebrate because we're poor and they're rich. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh, so God. happy they're I'm rich. I'm so happy because, as you know, Gene, if you give rich people more money, it makes poor people happy. That's what they've been telling us yes. ever since Reagan got elected. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. if you'd like to be doing... Uh, like to get your opinion on the air. American unions should be practicing solidarity with unions of all nations yes. instead of yes. cooperating with management to find yes. them, to fight them. I got this from the UAW Solidarity Magazine. I See, like the UAW, it. the Auto Workers Union, just had a big change in leadership. Mm-hmm. And now they're talking about telling people to buy union instead of saying buy American. That would be a big change. Oh, my God, that would be so awesome. That would be so awesome. People don't, people don't ever pay any attention. They just hear the auto workers union say buy uh, union made cars. And what they don't uh, mention is that those Japanese and Korean and German cars are union made. They're just being union made somewhere else. Well, Tennessee has a... But those are non-union. Those are non-union. So, yeah. And that's a Toyota plant, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. So, just understand. Just because your car is made in the United States does not mean it was made by a union auto worker. And just because it was made in Korea doesn't mean it wasn't made by a union automaker. There you go. So... There you go. I'd kind of like to see them get that all straightened out. Do your research. The American Federation of Government Employees has good news. It says it has the best membership numbers 
since 2015. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got some very good AFGE oh. members here in the Dallas AFLCO. Justin Chen, Jeannie, Jeannie Schultz. I love them, folks. They're yeah, awesome. They're out of a local 1003, yep, I believe. I think so. And they work for the Environmental Protection Agency. Which is so important. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, have you smelled, have you, you know, we've We're got some. We're about the military spending a while ago. There's an organization called Win Without War that sends me emails. Ooh. They say that the current estimates peg next year's so-called national security budget. Now, I think that's putting the military budget in with uh, some other things that are actually related. Uh-huh. Anyway, they say it's over one and a half trillion. Oh, that's God. trillion with a T. Why? Dollars a year. Why? I'm not, I'm confused. Why? Are, we're not at war. I, they say we're not at war, but they start wars all over all the place. All over the place, but they just get involved in people's, other people's business all the time. And, and stuff that you spend on war does not contribute to the economy. No. Now, if you spend some money, for example, buying sweet potatoes for poor people, then that would that would be out there in the economy, and that would have the keep the economy moving and all that. But when you buy spend all your tax money on bombs, you just take them out and blow them up. <laughs> Nobody gets anything out of it. Nobody gets anything. Some well, some people get dead, but well, there's but, that. <laughs> but there's no contribution to the economy, and uh, so that's why some people would say that we don't need to be spending all this money on the military. No, it kind of doesn't make sense. It just and we have so many other things that we could spend the money on that would be help so many more people. So call us and tell us what you think they should spend the money on. 972-647-1893. We have 10 minutes. Well, I know one thing they are spending the money on, or they're going to be spending money on, is undermining our public schools. Oh, yes, they're they doing to, such a good job of that. Uh, the uh, state of Oklahoma oh. has now started giving public money to a... Catholic school. Yep. And uh, yep. and a judge has stopped them temporarily, I think. So yep. we'll see how that all comes out. But I hate, you know, I hate to make anybody feel sad about it or anything, but the truth is that the Catholics are largely behind this idea of undermining the public schools. And the reason is because they operate their own school systems mm-hmm. and they want public money to mm-hmm. be spent mm-hmm. on their that's on their religious right. schools. That's right. And that's against our Constitution. Yes. It's against the way our country was set up. But they've got lots of friends in Austin. They do, Austin that, and everywhere including else. Including the governor. And and here's my, my whole thing. If you come at me as a candidate for anything, I don't care if you're the dog catcher. Mm-hmm. If you come at me with your, I'm a Christian. I have Christian values. I'm a member of blah, 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 blah. Guess what? You're not going to get my vote. There's a very clear line that is being continuously blurred about the separation of church and state. My Keep your church out of my government. Mm-hmm. Keep your well, thoughts out care. of my womb. I don't care if the uh, churches want to be in politics. If I don't either, but they don't get tax-exempt status they anymore. They get tax-exempt status. They shouldn't get free radio time. No. They shouldn't get free free goodies all the time if what they're going to be doing with it is it's preaching. Use- is uh, is breaking our laws. Prostilizing for their candidate, mm-hmm. which is not Jesus Christ, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which reminds me, one of the one of the one of the greatest of the televangelists died last week. Oh, Pat Robinson. Pat Robinson. Or yep. Ro- now him. Robinson or Robertson. Robertson. Okay. Now, anyway. so him and Jerry Falwell are together, up or down. Yeah, and he lived to be he lived to be like a hundred and three. So uh, I guess he's he's. Uh, I guess he was happy with his life. I he guess. must have done very well. I'm quite excited. I, I, I really wish I could be like a fly on the wall at the pearly gates. Hand, handle a lot of money, I know that. Yes, yes. That was, he, was the, he was the one that started the 700 Club, I believe is what it was. Mm-hmm. A big Christian, Christian Broadcasting Network. He started that. Oh, now here's yeah. one. Here's one that's going to come up very, very soon. Uh oh. I think it's the fifteenth. Is that Monday or when is that? Sometime next week. Monday's. No, it's Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Yes. The Thursday, I think it is the uh, AF of LCO, the main labor organization in America, is going to discuss and probably vote on whether or not to go ahead and endorse in the 2024 presidential election. What do you think of that? They, their their political committee. They have a political committee, and it has uh, unanimously told them we need to go ahead and endorse Biden and Harris for the 2024 elections. And this is this is unprecedented for them to endorse so early. <laughs> they usually endorse, but they a long time ago they never even endorsed in any primaries. Right. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and Win. Yeah, y'all two are the best outside of Pastor Barnett, but uh, I'm an old year retired union guy in Fort Worth, Texas, and you talk about Pat Robinson, he was lonely to me. He wasn't no holy to me. <laughs> he, he was not a holy man, that's for sure. I brag on you two all the time. I, I got a shoe shot and didn't go visit Texas, and uh, I'm an old union guy with a copy of him. But he was lonely to me. And I, and I wasn't too proud of you. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for calling us. Y'all get past the ball that wheel, man. All right. All right. Thanks for coming. Sure Thank you. 972-647-1893. You better hurry. Yeah, we we got only got minutes. four minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes mm-hmm. to go. Yes. Five minutes. So, you know. Um, <laughs> well, nearly half. I got this from uh, The Hill. It's a oh, yeah, political uh, news agency that writes and articles said, 153,000 pages long. <laughs> they said nearly half of American voters would consider backing a third party candidate in 2024. So, what do you think? Should they have a third party candidate? Or should the should the labor movement in, endorse Biden and Harris? Yes. Uh, should they hold off? No. Uh, should we continue to try to hope for a labor party someday in America? We can continue uh, to hope think? for it, but now is not the time. Things have gotten very serious, and they have asked Harlan Crow of Dallas <laughs> several times now, just how much of our stuff are you giving to Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas? And he won't tell. And he says, well, you don't have a right to ask me that. And and guess <laughs> what? They do. <laughs> and they've got lawyers. He's got lawyers backing him up, you know, saying, hey, you can't ask him that. He, the, the, the amount that I spend on bribing federal officials is it's a none secret. of your business. 
It's classified. He bought himself a Supreme Court justice. We just want to know how much it costs. It's not classified. If it were classified, it would be in in Donald Trump's bathroom. That's right. At Mar-a-Lago. That's where all the the classified documents go to die. That's right. That's where they go to die. Can you imagine why he put them in his bathroom? Because he wants something to read. (laughs) While he's while he's uh, while he's on the while he's on the john, yeah. What the heck? They're boxes and boxes stacked. <laughs> oh up my in the god! Bathroom. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. It was like 25, 30 boxes well, in that, that bathroom. Just, that's what he told his lawyers. Well, I needed something to read. Don't go in that. <laughs> and, and what did they sell when they were when uh, and, when and, his attorneys were searching for stuff? Mm-hmm. One of the the guys said, "Oh, by the way, don't go in that office. There's nothing in there. Yeah. Do not go in there." Besides the smells. Yeah. So they didn't go in there. And guess what? There was like 50 boxes in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Oh, my Lord. And he sure got caught with his pants down. Literally. This one. <laughs> and it was just stupid, too, because oh this God. this wasn't an important part of his campaign or, no. or important part of his business or anything. He just thought, well, they can't bother me. I can do anything I want. I think it was an important part of his continuing grift. Because we don't know who saw what. Oh, in other words, he might have been selling some of the Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How did what's his face? Uh, 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 Kushner. How did he get two million dollars out of the Saudis? Was it two million or two billion? Mm-hmm. I think it was two billion. Now here, I, I found this headline. There was a headline in, in the Dallas Morning News. Trump indicted on seven counts, and then the next day it was thirty something, and the day after that it was thirty eight counts. I, think I guess it's, he's got more bathrooms than most people. I, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that's it. That must be it. He has more bathrooms than most people do. We're running out of time, aren't we? I know. We're getting close. We're getting close. We've got a couple minutes. I'm just, I'm, I am just totally flummoxed by how he can continue to lie. I, I, uh, it's amazing. The man has admitted everything on tape, on camera, and he continues to go. No, I, I, I don't know what you. I don't know her. I never saw her before. <laughs> I've never seen those boxes. Where did those boxes come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. I think it's so hysterical. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So I guess we're gonna go. And everybody, please get your stuff together. Uh. Because it's Saturday and it's election day. Please go vote. Please just go vote. Where can they vote, Bonnie? You need to go to DallasCountyVotes.org and look up the closest place for you to vote. That's DallasCountyVotes.org? That's correct. That's one of them websites. That's one of them. And you can even look at it on your phone if you got one of them smartphones. And I can type in an address and they'll say what's closest to it. Ding, ding, ding. Good answer. Well, I should do that like right after my show. Well, yeah, because you could go vote. I sure could. That's right. And be a cool guy. Be a cool guy. Only cool people vote. Yeah, all the cool people are voting today. That's right. (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Have a good one. All right. Good night, Bonnie. (laughs)